everyone, and welcome to the Dr. Christian Heim podcast, where we're living for preventative mental health, love, and compassion. So great to have you here again. I'm Caroline Heim with Dr. Christian Heim. Hello. This is podcast nine of 10 in Five Steps to Men's Mental Health. Last podcast, we heard the rest of step three, manage strong emotions. What about today? Today we're on the home stretch. We're on a very important step for men. Step four, take your place. Take your place. Yes. Hunters have to hunt. Men have to contribute in the way they feel life is calling on them to contribute by working, studying, volunteering, homemaking, even serving a prison sentence. If that's what life is calling upon you to do, it must be done. And why must it be done? Because when you contribute by doing what you're called to do, self-respect is yours and you can become your own top dog. Great. So let's get into step four of your book, Five Steps to Men's Mental Health. Take your place. Step four, take your place. New slogan, contribute and respect will be mine. I hunt, therefore I am. I work hard for many days, return exhausted, sit by the fire and share my spoils. I am satisfied and can rest. When the hunter returns from the hunt, even if he's exhausted, he is satisfied. He's carried out a task that brings meaning to his life. This brings satisfaction. He may have problems. Weapons may be broken, hunting grounds encroached on by other tribes, adverse weather conditions, or he may have problems with fellow hunters who he thinks are idiots. He will, however, happily continue his task. He takes his place, carries out his life duties, and his task is vital to him and his clan. The meaning is great. It is continued survival. It is life itself. The caveman hunt, of course, is a metaphor for doing anything that is useful and productive in our society. Take away the hunt and what's a hunter supposed to do? Feelings of uselessness set in. This is not good. Give a hunter the opportunity to hunt and he feels useful and enjoys accolades and healthy self-pride when he succeeds. As stated, men tend to find their identity in what they do. Men can adapt to the growing opportunities afforded in our society by expanding the idea of what men do. The idea of what women do has expanded greatly over the past two centuries in particular, and there's no reason why male roles and tasks cannot correspondingly broaden. When you take your place and contribute, be it as a support person, working a mundane job, an interesting job, childminding or volunteer work, having time off is fun and relaxing. Take away the purpose and the same time off eventually becomes a frustrating, useless vacuum. That's why unemployment is a big risk factor for depression. Hunters have to hunt. You don't have to have a career or even a job, but you do need to contribute somehow. You need a purpose to take your place in society. Everyone needs to work, volunteer, study, child rear, or do something useful. Playing internet games all day long is not a contribution. It may be fun and fill in the void for a while, but sooner or later, it becomes a lonely trap. If you do not have a purpose, you lose self-respect. When you have a purpose, however, internet gaming can be a great way to relax. Life duties. You take your place by carrying out your life duty, whatever it may be. By definition, a life duty involves taking on responsibility and being answerable to someone else. This means work and effort. 
but the hunter in you comes alive and actually feels good about this. There are only a limited number of activities open to us as real life duties. Whatever you do, whatever your daily life duty, it falls into one of the following categories. Working, studying, volunteering, homemaking, being retired, seeking employment, recovering or not from illness, or serving a prison sentence. Working. Most everyone complains about their work at some stage. There's too much paperwork, too much bureaucracy, too many meetings demanding cost customers, demanding bosses, difficult work colleagues, and the work never ends. But imagine if it was all taken away. When you're employed and contributing, you feel useful, you belong, and the respect of the hunter is yours, no matter how humble you believe your job may be. Someone is depending on you, and that feeling is worth gold. Most of us take this for granted. We think we work for the money, and this is true enough, but only up until a point. We all need money to get by in society, but employment pro provides us with far more than money. From a mental health perspective, employment provides usefulness, independence, and belonging. Although money is an economic necessity, it is only a byproduct of the privilege of contributing. Usefulness, independence, and a sense of belonging bring individual satisfaction and a sense of self-worth. They help prevent the feelings of worthlessness and hopelessness that can lead to depression. Whatever your work is, don't let the bastards grind you down. Sure, useless dead-end jobs don't appeal, but they're better than no job. If you feel your work is meaningless, do what you can to find meaning in it. The meaning may be in the interactions you have with the people around you in the job or the people you're serving. There's nothing wrong with wanting a better job and working to find it, but you can still appreciate the rewards of the job you're called to do at this point in time. If you have no job, it's hard. If you have a job, take your place. The respect of the hunter is yours. There's just a little caveat to this section. Take your place in your work, but not at the expense of your health. Remember step one, take care of yourself. That means keeping physically healthy. It means keeping mentally healthy. That means keeping a healthy work-life balance. Work if you keep your health. Otherwise, take a break. Take time off. If you need a long break, consider one of the other life duties, except serving a prison sentence. Do this while you can still do a life duty. Studying. This is preparing for the task of working. It is a life duty. Anyone successfully engaged in study earns the respect of the hunter. Being successfully engaged in study means doing your best to pass exams and move forward in any course. Of course, studying and working are not either or things. Many people need to work while they study and study while they work. Studying can also be done as part of being retired or just for the heck of it. Studying is not only preparation for work. Learning has its own rewards. You're developing your resources, developing your brain and developing your own character. If you have the privilege of being at a college or a university, it can encompass your whole life. Study, part-time work, socialising friends, interests, dating and romance, learning your strengths and limits, learning ideas and accumulating wisdom for the long haul of life. Enjoy it all, but don't waste too much of it in bed with hangovers. Life is much bigger than that. If studying is your place, take it, embrace it, and succeed as you prepare to contribute. Volunteering. This is a useful, important activity which contributes to society. 
It fulfills other people's needs. People engaged in volunteering reap the hunter's respect, whatever the volunteering may entail. Many people who volunteer report that it enriches their lives and that they learn and gain much satisfaction from the people they serve and the cause to which they contribute. I meet many people who volunteer in hospitals. They cherish the people contact, the contribution, the appreciation and the purpose. Volunteering can open up to you a world of riches and another way of looking at life. It can be full of meaning. Like any other duty, it can also be frustrating. If volunteering is your place, take it. Homemaking. This is an important life duty open to all. It is essentially volunteering for and serving the people who are close to you. Previously, men who engaged in this as their primary life duty were looked upon with suspicion by other men. Fortunately, this situation is changing. Homemaking is a rewarding option for anyone who feels called to it. A couple may decide that their partnership works best if one works and the other stays at home to carry out the domestic duties, house cleaning, making sandwiches for the clan, or being the primary caregiver to children. One's job opportunities may be too good to miss and support is needed. Housekeeping entails a lot of work and is a worthy, of, worthy but undervalued occupation. It is nurturing, compassionate and caring. Just think of all the wonderful things achieved by homemaking mothers of generations gone by. The homemaker brings quality time and space into the lives of all the members of the household. As a clinician, I've seen that this role can be an uncomfortable psychological challenge for many men. I've seen this in men I treat, the partners of people that I treat, and in the lives of friends and acquaintances. Work has meaning, rearing children has meaning, but we tend to hate the housework, right? And the lack of appreciation for doing it. The trick is to see yourself as part of a team. Your homemaking, together with your partner's job, together with your children's development. This can give you quality of life. Two career households are often money rich, but time and quality poor. Somebody has to create the home, the smell of apple pie, the smile to come home to, the taxi driver on demand for the kids, the family dinners, the space for fun and relaxation, taking care of finances, logistics, and the social calendar. These facilitate real quality of life for a group of people. Make sure you get the appreciation that this vital role deserves and give appreciation to anyone around you in this role of homemaker. If homemaking is your place as a male, your hunting ground, take your place with pride. It is a worthy, vital life experience and service. Being retired. This is usually a reward for a life spent in meaningful contribution. It is society's way of saying thank you for carrying out your life duties over a prolonged period of time. For many people, being retired is rewarding and fun and can be filled with holidays, socialising and sporting activities. For others, however, it can trigger a crisis. It may be forced upon them too early. It may create a void of time itching to be filled. It may create the feelings that their contributions are not wanted. Many retirees feel they're simply being put out to pasture. Contributions can still continue well into retirement if you so choose. Volunteering becomes very important for many people in retirement at a charity, a social club, a school or a local community group. For many, retirement means partaking more in children's and grandchildren's lives. 
Retirement can also mean pursuing an activity which was not pursued earlier in life, playing a musical instrument, learning a language, studying, writing memoirs, or pursuing arts and crafts. It can be the time you finally ponder and discover who you really are and what life was really all about. It can be a time of revitalizing love relationships and friendships. Retirement can also mean that it is time for you to take on some homemaking and home chore responsibilities. Time for your partner to retire from homemaking. Time for you to share the load. Many hands make light work. Retirement becomes something of a crisis when a worker doesn't adjust to facilitate equitable retirement for a partner who has the role of homemaker. The meaningful and rewarding opportunities of being retired and moving into shared homemaking deserve respect. Take it. Seeking employment. This is usually an unwelcomed trial. If this is your place, it is a challenge. If you are unemployed and want to work, your life duty is to seek employment, work to find work. This can be difficult and frustrating. Employment opportunities depend on the state of the economy and on other people. As far as things depend on you, however, do what you can. Find information, make contacts, see agencies and acquire new skills. Finding employment takes time and patience. But doing what you can, you are carrying out your life purpose. And although it may not always feel like it, the respect of the hunter is yours. Until work turns up, find somewhere to volunteer. Be a homemaker, support person, childminder or the cooker and cleaner of your household. Find just one person who could use your help. Walk a dog. Do anything useful. Contribute in any way. And again, the respect of the hunter will be yours. If nothing comes up, then find a mountain to climb, a problem to solve, a challenge to overcome, or a goal to reach. Then you'll feel useful again. At your next job interview, you can say something like, I've been unemployed for two years, but I've just climbed Mount McKinley. That will help amazingly. You will have taken your place as an employment seeker with pride. Recovering from illness. This too is a trial. When you're physically or mentally unwell, society relieves you of your life duties for a while. If you have the capacity to get well again, then that is your life duty to do so. Respect is yours when you do whatever you need to do to get well. Follow medical advice, read about inspiring recoveries, like the details of racing driver Nicky Lauda's recovery from his horrific accident. The real problem is when you cannot get well enough to return to work. If you're incapacitated to the point where you cannot work, feelings of uselessness may set in. These can become a risk factor for depression. To avoid these, find something useful to do. Study, volunteer, keep house for yourself or others. Contribute to raising children. If you can, contribute in some meaningful way and respect will be yours. If you can't contribute, you still have the wisdom of your experience and time and affection to share with others. Always work to be the best you, whatever the circumstances. This does not mean keeping things to yourself. It means being real, sharing thoughts and feelings, carrying your burden as best you can and keeping in healthy relationship with those around you. Doing these things may be a heroic effort. It may even inspire others. Serving a prison sentence. This is the biggest challenge to self-respect. If you've been fairly convicted, society has relieved you of your right to contribute. The privilege has been taken away. Society imposes severe restrictions on what you can do. 
Increasingly, prisons have a rehabilitative quality about them and may allow you to contribute to society, but this is not always the case. If you're in prison, your life duty may be to pay a debt to society, but more importantly, it is to be re rehabilitated to take your place in society without reoffending. If you achieve this, you're a success and respect is yours. Until that point, choose to do anything on offer which is legal and useful. Some prisons offer work, study or volunteer opportunities. Some offer the pursuit of sporting, artistic or religious activities. Some offer the opportunity to speak at groups to help prevent others taking a path that leads to prison. If none of these options are open to you, then write letters to share what you've learned through your experience. Even while in prison, doing something useful will give you a sense of self-respect. These things are considered in a good light when it comes to authorities making a decision about parole or early release programs. Even while serving a prison sentence, strive to earn the honest respect of the hunter. All of these life duties involve reaching for a goal, doing something useful and taking responsibility. When you do this, the hunter in you feels fulfilled. You get the chance to receive accolades when you succeed. It is better to try to, to, try to succeed and fail than not to try at all. Every man that says, I'm trying to do my best, if he has a job, is seeking employment, is recovering from an illness, or is serving a prison sentence, deserves the respect of the hunter. In any situation you're in, from working or studying to recovering or serving a sentence, take your place and contribute to build self-respect. You want to hear a comment like, yes, I need that person. He is reliable and I can depend on him. Or, he's giving it a go. My dad's really trying hard. He wants to try to make it this time. You don't get those comments about playing internet games. But you can get those comments when you commit to a life duty. Playing internet games day in, day out is just like sitting on a beach and building sandcastles day in, day out. That's fine when you're a child, but as an adult, it's time to take your place. Remember, contribute and respect will be mine. If you don't know where you can contribute, that is a problem that needs to be solved. Give it a go. Being top dog. This is not a life duty, but it is what many men aspire to be in any endeavour they undertake. Some men give up on contributing simply because they cannot be top dog. They want to be the best at something, but they aren't good enough, so they give up. This has its roots in the idea that men like success and hate failure. It's a bit strange when being second best is seen as a failure, but many men feel this and society tends to give the accolades to number one only. We normally think of top dog as being something that people can see, making the most money, drinking the most alcohol, driving the fastest car or winning the big league. But don't allow your personal reach to be so low or dictated by what society sees as important. Consider putting in the effort to be your own top dog in one of these pursuits. Be the most generous person you know. Be the most honest person you know. Be the most trustworthy person. Be the most encouraging, the most loving, the most responsible person you know. Be the best you possible. Be the top dog for yourself and for the people immediately around you. It is worth the effort. It will make you and the people around you feel like a million dollars. James was about to get married, but he was fired from his job after he had another anger outburst, knocked a desk flying and hit a senior partner. 
Dreams of sharing new love in a new home were shattered. His fiancée left him and he became depressed. After we stabilised his condition with medication, James revealed a legacy of childhood abuse. The memories caused great anger and were the reasons he often lashed out, even against his ex-fiancée. Well, I have nothing left but time. Let's work on this. James undertook nine months of intensive trauma therapy to work through his past. He's not entirely cured, but his now married partner is not getting any more verbal lashings. Yes, she came back. James used his time purposefully. He was brave enough to fight his own demons and climb his mountain. What could have been an abusive relationship is now looking okay and he's found work again. In his own eyes, in my eyes and in his partner's eyes, James has become a top dog. He bravely managed to get on top of childhood trauma and anger. All the people around him, friends and family, really appreciate his efforts. Take your place in the community in whatever capacity you're called to and be proud. It is a big part of who you are. Find your own mountain to climb and be your own top dog. Adapt to society and the changes of what it means to contribute. Contribute and be responsible. Don't be afraid of the old-fashioned responsibilities you can take on as a man and don't be afraid of the new-fashioned ones either. If you're called to work, then work. Contribute and take on responsibility. If you're called to be a student, then take your place as a student and prepare yourself for the future contributions. Your responsibility now is to graduate. If you are called to be a homemaker, then make home and take on the responsibilities of the household and family. Same goes with being a father, grandfather, childminder, caregiver, office worker, labourer, member of a social or volunteer club or whatever. Even in prison, you're given responsibilities and ultimately it is your responsibility to move forward so you gain the right to be free to contribute to society again. Be your own superhero. Take your place accept responsibility, be answerable to someone, somewhere, or to yourself, serve others, do your life duty, contribute what you can, and earn the respect of the hunter. That's what hunters did.